Oh, oh, hello there. <laughs> I didn't hello. see, didn't you, see you come into this plane. <laughs> to this plane. <laughs> this plane with gas. <laughs> well, uh, oh, wait, hang on. We've got a can't hear. What? Can't see, but can hear. Can see, can't hear. Can't oh, see, can't hear. Can see, but can't, can't hear. Can't see, can hear. Oh, okay. Oh, that was. But we're on the plane in the bottom? No. Wait, they can see. No one can. Uh, they can't see us. I transitioned. They missed the whole. Oh, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. I was about to say that was pretty fast. <laughs> Thank you for feeling safe. I transitioned to come out us to over. Us. We should be. <laughs> uh, they might need to. Yeah, yeah. Is we're that... on the plane. We're just we're little. Yeah, yeah it's like a plane shift. <laughs> Sorry, I have to leave. <laughs> I need to go. I, I, I My dad go. called and he wants his jokes back. <laughs> uh, I gotta get him out while they can't see me, because they could attribute these jokes to anyone. Could be Izzy spouting all this stuff. <laughs> could be. Yeah, they can I see wonder you. If, uh, oh, they they've see been able to see yeah, They can see this the whole just, time. They were just, just messing me. with us. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> Yeah, if you look, it's just your face close up. Uh, Six times. Uh, so I'm assuming we look okay now to everybody and everything. Okay, yeah, everybody's saying they can see now. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in, and welcome to the fourth episode of The Brian Identity and our fundraiser in support of the Midwest Access Coalition. I'm your host and GM Sam. You may know me as the GM of Pot Against the Machine. On the stream tonight, we have a fantastic cast of players who've been tasked with actually being entertaining while I fidget uncontrollably and just bump into my microphone just over and over and over. Um, so we'll start with introductions uh, with our special guest, Cole and Vic. So Cole, why don't you start us off by introducing yourself? Uh, hi, my name is Cole Burkhart. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, I am a voice actor and audio producer. Uh, right now I'm working on a horror thriller called Ritual Six, which is kind of in the same vein of Groundhog Day, except what if you made it queer? Uh, you can find basically everything I do on my website at coleburkhart.card.co. Hello! Oh, sorry. <laughs> go for it. I was just gonna go in. You need me in the middle. Go for it. <laughs> Hi guys, my name is Victor. I use he and they pronouns. Um, I am a writer and hopefully soon to be a facilitator on various games. Um, I have an upcoming game of Once More Into the Void going going on the Friends of Roll Dice um, Twitch starting July 27th. And also my writings can be found on um, several uh, websites like Start Playing Games, where I talk about queerness everywhere, or um, the Splat 3 Touched, where I talk about how um, intimacy in games requires honesty and vulnerability. Uh, please buy Splat. I get a profit cut. <laughs> Heck yeah. Nice. Gosh, I feel... Uh... <laughs> I don't, I, I don't have an exciting intro. Do we even get intros here? <laughs> hey, I'm Izzy. Uh, I knew Vic and Cole before everyone else, so if we get any sort of hit points by proxy, those are all going to me. Thank you. <laughs> Izzy, I adore you. Love you too. Uh, Jero, are you ever going to come out from behind the cup? Or is this it? I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> 
Chin right on top of the couch? I can just plank can... on top of my chair oh, like this, no. but I'm not going to be able to roll. <laughs> What's more important, rolling or seeing over the cup? See if I angle my mic, I mean my camera down. Does that change anything? I'm looking at it in the tiniest screen possible right now. Yeah, too many things on screen. <laughs> um, now that we can see you, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, I am Jero. I am one of the regular cast members, and I currently have nine windows open right now to uh, <laughs> facilitate this. I just decided to count them. So uh, yeah, uh, but I am a regular cast member on Pot Against the Machine. Uh, you can find me here on this pod and uh i am also doing a thing for international podcast month which will come out sometime between now and the end of the year so listen for me there preferably september (laughs) (laughs) Uh, i'm zach i am also a regular on both this podcast and this plane it's really disorienting to have everybody else on this plane with me I'm just having it on my own but um i'm i'm glad we're here all in a row playing this game together totally naturally on this airplane and um our our normal um regular fifth member jeff is getting the night off and he just hauled himself across the country so he's getting a little bit of a break here um, yeah this is the return flight <laughs> yeah <laughs> we all actually went on the plane and he had to walk <laughs> so yeah, yeah this is what this is actually what we've been spending the patreon money on this is the mm-hmm. patented mm-hmm. private jet yeah private jet with desks mm-hmm. uh, before we Thank start you. playing I'd just like to encourage everyone out there to take a moment uh, to donate, if you're able to, to the Midwest Access Coalition. As a practical abortion fund, the MAC helps people traveling to, from, and within the Midwest access safe legal abortions with support and travel coordinations and costs, lodging, food, medicine, and emotional supports in a part of the country that's being hit extremely hard by the Dodd decision. Uh, We're hoping to raise $500 towards this great cause by the end of the stream, but you know, uh, y'all already made the original goal that we had look underambitious, so who knows? <laughs> the Tiltify. Yeah, I had not been keeping up with the donations, and I'm just looking now that our new bar is already halfway full, which is <laughs> incredible. Nice. Yeah, like I said, these people are awesome. <laughs> and um, so the Tiltify link should be written on the overlay, and it's going to appear periodically on the chat. Um, when you donate $5 on the Tiltify, you can grant a hero point to the player of your choice. Just specify in the comments. Uh, for $25, you can grant a hero point to the entire group. And we've already got a, a few of those, thanks to Bellandora and the folks at the Astronomica podcast, and uh, maybe one of our own. Uh, so everyone starts the night absolutely rolling with three hero points. Plus, there's been a donation to cancel out a GM crit because some people hate fun. And um, Ellie made a donation for secret reasons. But um, if you want to kick in a $10 donation in a comment, I'll add another monster. Just saying, you know, if you want monsters to overrun our hapless heroes, you know what to do. And Sam, just for just for our listeners at home who still are shaky on Pathfinder rules after a year and a half, uh, what's, uh, what's a hero point? Um, for the sake of simplicity, uh, we're going to do hero points as a straight reroll. Um, Tonight. Nice. So on a you got a hero, hero point. Yeah, we don't get to do all the other fun hero point stuff. A d20. Um, <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Sir Nude has a good question. Do they get to choose which monster gets added? Um, I've only got a few specific to this stream monsters prepared, so it'll be um, one of those. But there's some, some fun ones in there. Previously on the Brian Identity, the agents of the Bureau of Research and Investigation of Aliens in Numeria, at the request of their leader, Garrett Burwaddle, pondered some multicolored orbs that apparently had escaped from prison on the plane of access, where they were being held for being too chaotic. They also wasted a bottle of quite possibly priceless champagne. Before that, they confronted alien robot pirates who turned out to just be kobolds and a disgruntled accountant. And before that, they investigated weird leaf activity in the Echo Wood, and that turned out to be a dabbing skeleton who was just looking for people to buy his apples. But enough about the past. The past is over. Tonight, we open in an alley in the city of Starfall, capital of Numeria, seat of power of the Black Sovereign, the Technical League, and the two largest craft store chains in the known world. The scene, inside a gigantic cardboard box, leaning up against the wall of an even bigger stone building. It's late at night. A single torch dangles implausibly from the top of the box, swaying back and forth like it's not even a problem to have a free-hanging flame in a cardboard box. Garrett Burwaddle, bleachling gnome and esteemed leader of the Bureau of Research and Investigation into Aliens in Numeria, stands on top of a mill crate in the middle of the box-based hideout, addressing a crowd of five intrepid adventurers. Bottles! Agents, best friends, we're here on the hottest tip in the history of the world from the most reliable of reliable sources. Hidden inside the basement of this building, the flagship fantasy Joanne's, is a secret and mysterious device that the eponymous entrepreneur has been using to communicate her secret evil schemes with the alien forces of Gurgajerb in exchange for, like, secret business help from space. Which is clearly illegal, because you can't get business help from space, because it's, it's cheating. So your mission is to break into this basement, find the secret alien communicator thingy, and steal it. And then we'll finally have our proof. And the aliens will be wicked sad. And also it's not illegal to steal things that are illegal to have, in case you're wondering. The two things intersect and cancel each other out. It's all morally very, very clear. So this evil alien communication device, my super reliable and emotionally stable source tells me that it looks kind of like a giant piano, but don't be fooled. So who do we see crouched in this preposterously large box and thus invisible to the outside world? Uh, let's start with Vic. Um, uh, talk about like extremely crouched. Uh, there is a uh, half-orc gentleman who is stooped down as far as he can ma manage uh, with a large a, a bear pelt on top of his head. And he's just sort of like nodding very enthusiastically. Just like, yes, yes, perfect, I can't wait. Um, yeah, it's my, uh, his name is Anrak. <laughs> and Cole, who are you bringing to the table? Uh, we see a, uh, tan, very, very tall half-elf, uh, whose backpack is probably about as wide as he is tall, uh, flaming red hair and a pair of, um, very tightly fitted goggles on his face, we see Gideon. 
Right. Who's just kind of uncomfortably shoved into this box. <laughs> <laughs> and um, how about Zach? Who, who else do we have here? Uh, standing slightly outside of the box, but crouched down in a, a good kind of like youth pastor taking me in his smart green sweater over his uh, salmon shirt and orange tie. I'm doing my best to go off of my background here. We see Skynet. Um, he can't fiddly fit, so he's hanging outside. That's it. <laughs> and Jero? Uh, we see inside the box looking around himself kind of wild-eyed and clutching what looks like a large wooden tent peg to him with his left hand uh, wearing a what looks almost like a trench coat but made out of old discarded chains we see a gentleman uh, Earl Lojack vampire hunter which is also how he introduces himself every time he starts a conversation with someone. <laughs> and Izzy, who is the uh, final member of our retinue? Sure, uh, just kind of tucked in a corner, uh, lying essentially on their stomach. Uh, we see a large reptoid in a uh, pink fitted blouse and like um, capri jean cutoffs. Um, as they, and a blonde wig, um, as they seem to remember where they are, they shift to their feet uh, to, uh, you know, to appeal to a more human audience, um, take a fantasy iPad out of their lap, a fantasy iPad out of their pocketbook and just snap a really quick picture of the inside of the office with their thumb in front of the camera um, and then put it back in. Uh, this is uh, Allie, sorry alligator. Sorry interrupt, it looks like we went offline. Yeah. Oh, it says reconnecting. What happened? Ooh. Oh, there it goes. Oh. Starting. Also, we actually just I did not hit tricked you into coming and playing with us. This is it. Oops. There's actually no stream. It was a fake out stream. <laughs> Are we still offline? Uh, looks like we're still off. Let's back on. Yeah. Yeah. And saw your best uh, joke. No, it's back, it says. It is? Okay, I don't see it. Yet. My thing says uh, it's oh, back. There we go. Now oh. it's back? Oh. Yeah. Yes, now we are back. Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, my thing said it's back. It honestly didn't even technically stop. It says it was interrupted because it still says we've been live for 23 minutes nonstop. Ah. So it's just got to be a bad connection. I'm sure it just I... paused on the most flattering frozen faces <laughs> for all of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now we've got 22 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I blame the machine. Classic machine. Um, so I'm not sure how far we got through the intros before it froze. Uh, why don't we roll back and in, in two alleys again? Because you were just practicing yep. the last time. Yes, of course. <laughs> Ali Gator is a reptoid lying on her stomach face down in the office. Uh, remembering where she is, she stands through full height of probably like, I don't know, six or seven feet. IDK, how big alligators are not that it matters because she's a human um pulls a fantasy ipad out of her pocketbook takes a quick picture of the office again covering the camera lens with her thumb uh, and then turns back because she was definitely paying attention this whole time so um <laughs> <Love> that, <her. laughs> 
<laughs> That's it. You're all stand, standing or sitting or laying or crouching in this gigantic box. And uh, Garrett is just staring at you oh, expectantly. Um, the cardboard box is leaning up against the aforementioned flagship store of the Joanne Fantasy Craft Store chain, which of course has no resemblance to any real world anythings. All coincidental. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just to clarify, uh, this giant piano with ceiling, it's inside the Joannes? Yes, it's, it's hidden in the Joannes somewhere. It's a big piano and just, you know, like, you're all really strong, just like, pick it up. And just it's to just clarify again, back. you need it all in one piece? Well, I mean, if you can see, like, this is the piece that talks to the aliens and all these other pieces mm. are just, like, flare, mm. then, I mean, sure, but... If you're not sure about ourselves and Sarah. Not sure. How much violence right. will I get to commit today? I mean, generally speaking, I'm no expert on violence, but, um, <laughs> probably a bunch. I mean, theoretical as much as you want, I don't know. I'm not going to stop you. That'd be, that'd be ill-advised on my part. <laughs> I mean, I've just heard, I'm just saying that the patrons of Fantasy Joanne tend to be very polite. You know, there's not a whole lot of violence you gotta enact. Sometimes you gotta push your way to the front of a line. That's about it. Okay. Well, as long as aliens show up and I get to punch aliens, it's fine. Oh, of course not. Well, that, um, it does look like from the chat that we also missed um, our Vampire Hunters intro. Uh, <laughs> if you want to just describe them real quick before we... <laughs> yeah. Uh, he is just this really paranoid looking guy clutching a stake and wearing a coat that looks like it's made out of uh, leftover chain links and I think you also you actually say at this point so when, when we get this this piano thing that'll stop Joanne from being able to contact the space vampires um yeah, that, I definitely said the part about vampires, like, 100%. Um, yes. Space vampires. Okay. Going world. I'm in. I, you, 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 they're everywhere, man. <laughs> they're everywhere. Oh, I know. They're definitely not pretend made-up things. Definitely. No, j- just like your aliens, they are 100% real, man. Mm-hmm. So I can see this going downhill a little bit. Why don't we just head out? Does everybody have a snack? Um, and we'll get Allie will like open the, her pocketbook um, and then hand out the little like strawberry candies. Again, fantasy, obviously, no real connection to real life. Um, the ones that are like wrapped in that red foil stuff to look <sighs> like strawberries. Mm-hmm. All right, here you go. Mm-hmm. Got a liquid Santa. Nobody choke. Um, and we'll head out, or I guess in the direction where if we're like, we're right, are we right outside or we're leaning up against the. Uh, uh, yeah, the box area. you're in is, is right next to the okay, entrance, yeah. basically. We'll head toward the entrance area. <laughs> oh, we've got a map. Um, yeah, so when you head out of the cardboard box, which inexplicably doesn't make it onto the map for some reason, um, you find yourself standing <laughs> in front of a giant roll up door that leads in the back of the building that leads into the basement of the flagship fantasy 
Joann's. Uh, there are no visible windows into this basement because stores don't have basement windows. And I know stores don't usually have basements, but this is, this is fantasy. So what do you do? Uh, we check and see if the door is locked. Is anybody skilled in the arts of breakery? Or, sorry, breaking and enterinoing? Uh, technically. Why don't we try the door first, and then I'll see if I can open it. And if you can't, I can just break it. I like this one. That's a good idea. <laughs> Once we get it open, I want to see all of you walk through without anybody letting you in. <laughs> um, so, wait, is the door locked? Can we check the door and see if it's locked, or is that going to set up a trap? Um, oh, the door is does look open? like it's locked. Okay, great. Uh, can I try and open it? Yeah, I mean, you want a disable device, or are you just going to try yeah. to force it? Uh, let's do disable device. Um, okay. I am technically proficient in it. Yay. For whatever reason, this chart didn't auto-fill out what my things are for that. I think I have dexterity, which is plus two, and then what is the proficiency bonus? Um, if you've taken it as a skill um, at level one, it would be three onto that, so seven, and so. Then you could theoretically take it at each level. Um, which would be Ah. Two. Oh, I don't think I did this character sheet right. Um... Uh, we'll go with a plus seven then, um, because I think that will make things easier. Um, so that is a 19 plus seven, a 26. I think, oh. um, upon seeing that the door is locked, uh, Gideon, like, reaches into a bunch of pockets, um, and then can't really find anything, and then just kind of, like, runs their hand through their hair and it's a little greasy and pulls out a um like a hairpin breaks it in half and starts going out the door um and and as they get the hairpin in the lock they actually find that it seems like somebody has already picked this lock and a, a broken lock pick is still jammed in there and they've just sort of set it to look like it's still locked but it is broken and unlocked so you're free to open the door all right I just kind of nudge it open a little bit. Oh, wonderful job. The roll-up door. Oh, yeah, I have to get rid of the door <laughs> in the dynamic lighting. I know how roll 20 works. Oh, the Let's reveal does. Ooh. Ooh, you're a polygon. The roll-up door opens into a gigantic room that seems to span the vast majority of the building. Enormous towers of crates, bags, and boxes line the room at irregular intervals. Most of them are labeled with esoteric terms like skeins-roving or scrapbooking adhesive, which honestly, probably meaningless. The place is illuminated by a series of ever-burning torches mounted on the ceiling, spaced in a grid such that the lighting doesn't sink to dim any, in any particular corner of the building, despite the various obstructions. To the east of the entrance, it looks like there's a wooden wall, but it's kind of blocked off by a wall of crates. And um, straight back, it looks like there's a stone wall. Where would you all like to go? Uh, 
uh, well, we're looking for a basement, right? Well, th this is the basement, to clarify. Ah, oh, this is the yeah, basement. Yeah, the store would okay. be up above where you all are. Ah, great. Um, let's, should we just walk in and do a sweep? I like a sweep. Can we do a, yeah, perception and see if we're getting any piano-based vibes? <laughs> Go for it. Why don't you move your tokens on into the building so you can get a little bit more of a, a view of okay, things. Okay, when you say do it that. like that, it makes it sound like we're about to be attacked. I wouldn't ever do that. Against <laughs> that wall. And, um, yeah, why don't you give me some perception rolls as you walk in here? Alright. Mm -hmm. I have a plus 10 to perception, which oh, I'm going to need, because I rolled a three. <laughs> Very uh, nice. Uh, so, great. 13. Uh, technically, a, technically a 10. Um. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's a total 11 for me. So, uh, <laughs> I see nothing. Very nice. Old Skened oh. got a 22. Oh, there we go. Well, clear to the oh, back. And uh, I got a 14. Sorry. <laughs> Definitely was not adjusting the uh, screen to look better on the. Uh, <laughs> well, as far as you can tell um, from this part of the room, and there are conceivably a lot of containers that are big enough to hold a piano. Um, it looks like there is a room off to the east that's been sort of framed out with wooden walls as opposed to the exterior um, brickwork walls and then um, straight back there's uh, cabinets up against another wooden wall uh, looks like most of the way through the building uh, so there's all sorts of places to look if you want to start digging through anything specific I think Unrock just rocks up to a box and just starts to try and pry it open alright you just like ripping the box just open or brute strength Completely, you'll just sort of like, I'm just going to tear this tear this guy out. Alright, I'm going to roll randomly to see what's in that box. Oh no. <laughs> uh, this box is filled with, it looks like flip-flops. All, <coughs> all size 7. All, oh. all in uh, a bright, bright orange. Like that can be a of, thrown weapon. You can definitely get some distance. <laughs> well, they're foam. You can get some real distance uh, on them, but I don't think you're going to hurt anything. I'm Latino. I think you need a I can hurt anyone yeah, with, any sand, with any sandal. You never met Make a Latino work. mother before. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the chanclas. We have found the box. The chanclas. <laughs> uh, great. Uh, up, upon seeing uh, Anurach's uh, I guess breaking open this box, I would like to as well. Alright. Break open another box. Yeah, let's do that one. And while that second box is being broken, I'm, uh, Ali is gonna go ahead and just take, like, two flip-flops. <laughs> um, I don't think they wear a size 7, but you can't waste good flip-flops. Yeah. It's true, they're good stocking stuffer. Yeah. <laughs> it's also a nice ambiance to adventuring to just hear the <laughs> flipping and flopping. <laughs> that mm -hmm. clacking on the stone floor. <laughs> mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, it looks like um, in this rather gigantic crate, there is just a big, like, a single gallon-sized jar labeled industrial solvent. Ooh, I am taking that. <laughs> um, that is mine now. Yep, just gonna reach in and just, like, pocket space it into my backpack. <laughs> Yep. I was looking for a piano. And now that you've in a box door. Now that you've moved uh, a little bit farther uh, to the north, and you're up against this set of crates, you can see over to your east where I'm pinging. Um, there is a door in that wooden cutout room, and it mm. looks like it's been sort of smashed and put back up. Huh? Maybe they're here. Someone's done they a job. They can't for go us. into. I mean, it worked with the door. Just go peek our heads in. It'll be fine. I was gonna peek their head in. Uh, Earl is no, gonna go look. He's gonna say, "They, they can't go into rooms unless they're invited." But maybe if they break the door, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and he is going to uh, go step just directly into this room that's probably filled oh, with death. Oh, he's gone. <laughs> and as he um, steps into this room, he finds three figures rifling through a series of um, like lockers, boxes, throwing things off of tables. Uh, there's two uh, women and a, a man with a mohawk and they're just throwing stuff on the ground and the whole room is a mess. And then um, the man with the sword kind of stops what he's doing as, um, as you come into the room and he goes, hey, hey, oh, what are you doing here? We're, we're closed. And Earl will say, Demon of the Night. And he is going to uh, rush at the guy with a stake. Yes, love that. <laughs> Great. All right, well, uh, why don't we roll for initiative then? Rush, I mean, go last. Minus uh, two. <laughs> I didn't click my token, I so I am a monster. Wow, I got a five. Hey. Ah, okay, I have a plus six to initiative. Let's... Uh, 24. Wow. Nice. Alright, 24. What was Earl's? Uh, a 13. That's not last worthy. Got two turns. <laughs> oh no, we're playing Exalted. <laughs> um, how about Skynet? You're moving your lips, but we can't hear Are you. Muted? I'm cheating, I see your number on the screen. But I don't <laughs> hear you. Oh, oh, it's because my dog has been barking <laughs> oh, at the jerks who have been setting off fireworks for like five minutes. Mm, Man, wow. you all have been robbed of all of the brilliant jokes, and I'm totally spent at this point, so I'm not going to be funny for the <laughs> remainder of the stream, but I did roll a 13 for a 15. All right, and how about Allie? Uh, that's a, an 18 plus 7 for 25. <laughs> nice. Fast-moving gator. Now let me just yeah. pop oh, human person. some initiatives. Human, fast-moving human person. <laughs> For sure. They are deceptively fast. Those human people. Man, 
I am not off to a good start with my rolling. Yay. Just write those in. And... Sort descending, and Allie will be first. Alright. Though I will say that um, I, we can do a surprise move for Earl, since he did just charge in with a stake canonically. Fair. I'm open to that. Uh, is a charge considered a single action? If you can get there in one move. Is that move. a full round action? Uh, oh, I don't know if I can. Oh, actually, no, I already said I was charging at the guy that spoke, so I cannot get there in one move, so my surprise round will just be to <clears throat> run 30 feet in this direction. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and now it's Allie's turn. Uh, yeah, alright, here we go. Allie is going to... Um, spin her pocketbook around so it's on her back, immediately fall face forward, and then, like, subtle, again, very similar to a large reptilian sort of animal. With that uh, kind of side-to-side thing. But again, she's a human person. She just prefers to run face down. Yeah, um, you know. Like you do. Like people do sometimes. Like you it's do. healthy for your, your back or something. On all fours. <laughs> on all fours. <laughs> oh, I've opened so many extra windows here. How far can she get? Not that far. Alright, so she's gonna run and stand just directly in front of Ned. Sorry, Ned. Clog up um, that doorway. Say, <laughs> right in there. <laughs> hey, you hey, you all, no no fighting in here. I've got strawberry candies, mm-hmm. and that's that's my whole action. Alright, um Gideon. Uh Gideon is going to take their movement into the room. Excuse me, pardon me, excuse me, pardon me. Um, uh, for... What is my movement speed? 30 feet. Um, I think that's where that puts me. I'm bad at counting squares on this. Um, and then going to cast... Um, oh, goodness. Uh, I'm going to cast uh, Bomber's Eye on myself, um, which is essentially like we see uh, Gideon adjust his goggles, and we see like three extra pairs of like glasses come in and elongate his vision, um, and it lets me throw stuff farther. Nice. All right. And, uh... Cool. Skynet. All right, and uh, Skynet moves into the room. Free action, grab a Werther's out of Allie's bag. <laughs> Last one, score. Pops that in his mouth. Uh, mouth full of delicious caramel. He moves just slightly to the southeast of recently bespectacled friend. Uh, points out a hands at old Red Arino here and says, Murdiddly herder. And I need you to roll a will save. A will save, eh? All right. Let's see how it is. Oh, God. It's a 13. Well, that sounds like on your turn you need to attack your closest ally. And that does include making a charge to make that attack work. Murderous oh command. <laughs> That's the I end of my not, turn. Nice. Do not like it. Um, this character is immune to commands, and um, it's Earl's <laughs> turn. 
Uh, Earl is going to... Uh, can you five-foot step and take a move-adjacent action? A move-equivalent, you mean? Yeah. Move-equivalent yeah, action. Yeah. I mean. yeah, you can draw. Okay. Some uh, so then, uh, as a move action, he is going to study Mohawk Guy. Then he is going to five-foot step up and attempt to stab him in the heart with a stake. I thought that was a one for a second. That is a seven on the die, which is uh, plus eight. That is a nine, so that is uh, not going to hit. Uh, nope, that will ping off of the Mohawk Fellow's armor. And he'll say, their skin is stronger than humans. You have to, you have to really drive it in. Got to get it in there. Turn. Um, oh, actually, that was a 10. I forgot because I studied him. Or no, an 11. It's plus 2. 11. Still probably a miss. 11 still doesn't hit. <laughs> okay. But now um, Red is going to walk over <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, draw a dagger while she's on her way over. And she's going to go for the old Stabberino on Mohawk, friend. Bummer. Um, No, that's going to also ping (laughs) off of the metal armor, weirdly enough. Be better at stabbing. (laughs) And then uh, Blue is going to, let's see, Blue is going to take a look at the Vampire Slayer all alone in the room um, and give him an evil eye. Ooh, it's a witch. With a minus two to... Armor class. Uh, why don't you give me a will save? Garbage tonight. Uh, that is a five on the die for a seven. All right, you have, have minus two to AC for seven rounds. Are you sure it's not a reflex save? <laughs> and she's gonna cackle to make it eight just because she thought it was fun. Ah. Which takes us to Anrak. Uh, Anrak was kind of uh, left behind, um, so he's gonna become a tiger. He's just gonna like one does. Like like one does. Uh, I know he has a bear pelt, but um, now it's a tiger wearing a bear pelt, and I don't think my movement increases. Uh, It doesn't, so I'm just gonna (laughs) run. So I think. Yeah, I think you got a straight line if you want to actually like run, run. Oh, gain a base speed of forty feet. Oh, oh so you can you would only just have to double move to be like way up in there. Then you're I'm about it. I would love to just suddenly be a tiger charging my butt <laughs> into this room. <laughs> Hello. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time I said that. <laughs> People have to be so confused. <laughs> um, actually, can I? Can I just? Can I? Um, hold on. When I reach here, that that's that was like around forty. Um, so is this this guy? I want to just run up right on this, right on blue, and just right. roar in his face. Okay. Why not? 
Yes. And that's going to take us to our Mohawk friend, who says, uh, Hey, you, you can't be here. Zosha has declared this warehouse unsafe. You need to exit the premises immediately. And then he's going to go for stabbing um, Earl. With his S-Doc, and that is a critical threat. Goodbye, Earl. What's Earl. the uh, total? <laughs> yes. Um, Thank you. The total is a 31. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I was going to say, even with the minus two, I still have a decent AC. Well, did you want to spend the um, crit negating? Well, I guess I'll roll to, con- uh, I'll roll to confirm oh, no. before... Yeah, I was going to say, I'll spend it... On, I'm assuming I would spend it on the confirm, right? Not on the actual... Well, is he uh, specifically donated for the ability to negate one crit? Uh, this is a 25 the to concern. I don't need <laughs> 25 does concern. Concern. Uh, so. I'm concerned. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm going to cash in uh, Izzy's uh, crit negation and turn that into a regular attack, I'm guessing, is what you're going to let it do. Yeah, it Negate that crit. Makes it a regular hit, so that's just going to be 10 damage as he stabs you with the S-Doc. Then he's going to stab you again. Oh. Um, that is less. That is a 20, an even 20 to hit. That would have missed with my old AC, but it hits. Because <laughs> of the Very dumb nice. evil eye. <laughs> evil eye putting in work. Uh, that is 12 damage. And brings us back to the top of the order with Alligator. Uh, who was it who said the thing about um, not? it's not OSHA? It's Zosha, and that that was um, Mohawk friend. smart thing to do would be to try and, you know, just, just uh, influence them, but I'm an alligator secretly, mm-hmm. so I'm going to go for the attack. Actually, can I attack anyone from where I am? Not like that. Well, not great. No. So I'm just going to keep moving forward, I guess, because this is not a person, right? The um, That gray thing in the upper left-hand corner, that's not a person. That, that's no, that's a, a pile of like stuff. a pile of junk. It's a pile yeah. of stuff. That's just, is it she a... runs to the pile of stuff and tears it apart with her mouth. <laughs> Is it a standard kind of action like a to write a negative Yelp review? Indian style. <laughs> <laughs> That's a full round this action. This place is so messy. Um, okay, so let's do that. I'm going to... Let's double move then. I'll uh, double move up to... I guess Mohawk guy. How far is that? 30, 40, okay. Um... And then a free action. Excuse me. Excuse me. Can I speak to your manager? Um, and that'll be my turn. Mohawk guy says, I am the manager. You, you still have to leave. And Gideon is up. Uh, Gideon's to go, but we don't want to go anywhere. In fact, uh, you aren't going anywhere either. Um, and is going to pull... A, it looks like a um, like a water balloon, except inside it, it seems to like shift and move and is this very sickly green color. And I'm going to throw an uh, 
entangling bomb at them. Or excuse me, a tanglefoot bomb um, at them, which is just a basic attack roll plus six. And then if they hold on, what tab is that? Sorry, hold on, I have too many bombs. Um, uh, Tanglefoot Bomb, a creature that takes a direct hit from one must save it against the bomb's DC, which is currently 15 for me, um, or be entangled and glued to the floor uh, as if it had failed its save against it. Uh, creatures in the splash area that fail their save are entangled but not glued to the floor. Um, so I'm trying to hit, like, in between... Uh, in between the two, so I can hopefully get both and not Earl. Um, which so is... like uh, that square right there. Yes. Uh, yeah. So that's a plus six. That's my plus sign. Um, ah, come on, that's an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're just uh, aiming for for the square, the AC is five, so it's basically oh great. Don't roll a one. Great, I didn't. That's an eleven. <laughs> Um, nailed it. All right, so these two both get reflex saves. Uh, I'll start yes, with... Yes, and they also take five splash damage, since none of them got directly hit. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, 19 on the reflex save for red. Passes. So that's going to be half damage and not stuck. Uh, uh, they are entangled, but not glued to the floor. Okay, entangled, not glued to the floor, and then uh, the big guy is a 17 on the save. Uh, entangled, but not glued to the floor. Alright, so you heard them both, and they're both uh, nice and gooey. Great. Uh, That's all I can do. (laughs) Are you going to move, or are you staying there? Uh, I'm going to stay there. I have range. All right, Skynet, you've just commanded a witch to stab a knight kind of guy. <laughs> what next? True. Uh, so he's going to produce a rod from beneath his smart green sweater, uh, holding it in one hand. He's going to point at the mohawked individual and say, they're out to giddily get you, and I need another will save. Um, this is on big guy again? Mm-hmm. Or no, on red again? Big- Big boy. On Mohawk. Oh, big boy yeah. for the will save. Yeah, the Mohawk. Is this an enchantment or a fear effect? It is indeed an enchantment effect, I think. Hold on, let me look. Nope, I lied. It's not. It's an illusion phantasm. Oh. Is it a sleep effect? Nope. Is it anything else? Cracked eye. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's a 12. All right, you are now paranoid for the next five rounds. Everything that you see is an enemy. You're hostile to all creatures. You're only an ally. You have to attack, uh, make a toxic opportunity if anyone provokes it. And since you're adjacent to two or more creatures, you actually take a negative two on all of your attack rolls, damage rolls, ability checks, skill checks, and saving throws. They are out to get you. I don't like that at all. And um, you're banned from the game. That's it. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, slowly replacing everyone. <laughs> All right. Earl is up. Uh, if I wanted to circle around to this side of him. Oh, thank you for the uh, follow, Jolly Alien. Uh, if I wanted to, fall, to circle around to this side of him, I, do I need to roll acrobatics for that? 
or am I okay because I'm never, I'm not actually ever leaving his. You got a uh, flippy floppy space. I mean, if I do still have to, are you going all the way behind him, or are you just going? I'm going. It's. Uh, you said here, to right? To there. Yeah, you're gonna move through at least one threatened square and leave it. Okay, yeah. so I will do that, and I'm going to roll for. Roll for flippy flappy. Uh, that is twenty six. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's a reflex save, right? Or, or would it be acrobatics? That's acrobatics, uh, and that acrobatics might actually be higher. Uh, no, acrobatics is slightly lower, but it is still a twenty three. Yeah, you nailed it. Okay, you got way uh, better. And now with uh, flanking, because he sees everybody as an enemy. <laughs> and she did try I'm to, going stab to attempt him. to stab him again. Yeah. <laughs> So that's going to be a plus two to this. Take him uh, to Outback Steakhouse, Jarrell. That is a dirty 20. A dirty 20 will hit. Okay, so I get my sneak attack on this, uh, which is... I thought I had something that added to my sneak attack. It says only 1d6. Where's my actual... We have a second, because new characters are fun. But I get that advanced sneak attack. Oh, I did. Accomplished sneak attacker. So it increases... Okay, so it's 2d6 on top of it. Uh, which... Wooden stake is 1d4. And 2d6. 15 points of damage. Alright. That's not very jams nice. the stake into him and he's going to uh, leave the stake in him. Like he just stabs it in and then pulls back. <laughs> Makes sense. And that is uh, his turn. Alright, that is going to take us to Blue because I did them in the wrong order last time. Blue is... Well, she's got a tiger in her face. A dire tiger. A dire tiger. Just to give so, you... To be clear just a really really big tiger yes um let's see she's just gonna take a five foot step back real quick and um she's gonna cast a spell and now there are seven of her no not seven. Oh no you're tiger now there are five of her Um, she has cast mirror image because cool. tigers are scary. Yeah. And then, let's see, Red is going to take a step back from the human, who's definitely not an alligator. And, um, she's going to cast a spell on Allie. I'm going to need a will save. Got this. Uh, now, does her casting a spell incur an attack of opportunity from Mohawk? Oh, I think she's an it enemy. does! That's horrible, and I'm mad at you. <laughs> and he hits her really easily, because um, she's squishy and he's good at stabbing. She gets stabbed for seven damage, and um, and she has to make a concentration check if she wants to cast that spell now. Oh great! Well, concentration's pretty good. Yeah, she got the concentration check. Uh, so I do still need that will save. Uh, are you sure? How is it ten? So Allie has Twice. been cursed. Um, <laughs> no. 
So, for the rest of Allie's life, or until she gets a curse removed, every round of combat she's in, there's a 10% chance that if she moves, she will trip. Uh, she's literally <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> alligators cannot trip. Not that she's an alligator, I'm just saying. <laughs> I actually don't know if that's true, Jero. Uh, I have never seen one trip. Okay. Yep, well, so they can't. That's it. <laughs> Well, Resident <laughs> Floridian says they cannot trip, Sam. You've broken my immersion. The thing oh, is, they trip all the time, but they have such short legs that they are you really good notice. at playing it off. Yeah. It just looks like they're <laughs> laying scary. down. Laying down like a cool guy. Let me remind all of you that you do have three hero points in case you want to re-roll anything. Oh, right. But of course, it's too late for the curse. Ha 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 ha. On rocks up. Um, so mirror image, does, um, does that create like perfect copies, including like scent? Um, that's a good question. That is a good question. That is yeah, because if he's got the scent ability from being a tiger, I'm assuming he might be able to see through something like that. I'm so well, glad people get, get advantage on all these rules. <laughs> <laughs> or we could just make a call. <laughs> Well, these are illusions. This segments. is what they pay for, though. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. Uh, scent determines a square, so it's not going to interact with mirror image only oh. because they all occupy the same square. According yeah, to the Heisel yeah. forums, yeah. it's not some James Jacob yeah. handed down on high stuff. All right. Well, it's, okay. it's because scent is an imprecise sense, not a precise sense. So it can locate you, but it can't mm. pinpoint. Yeah. So if he was invisible, or she, I mean. All right. It would help, but um, honestly, I got I got two claws and a bite. <laughs> um, actually, you know what? On, what Anurak wants to do is just sort of um, subdue someone for interrogation. If they know where this piano is, he can fight actual aliens instead of these lame spellcasters. <laughs> um, so we do have two of them who are entangled. It might be easier to oh. say here. <laughs> oh yeah. Feel free Just, to enjoy your murder. Yeah, <laughs> and they stepped away from me. So. Yeah. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a pounce because I get to use a pounce as a as a tiger. <laughs> so I have a special attack pounce. So I make a charge, which um, I think I can move right up to. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cool. At least ten. At least ten feet. You got ten feet, <laughs> and um, charge rules are long. Um, so long. Let's basically roll the hit and then yeah. add two. And then gotcha. Yeah. So as a as a tiger, I get a I get a plus ten, and so that's a plus twenty seven. So that's twenty seven. Yeah. Um, yeah, twenty-seven hits. Um, why don't you roll a D ten, and we'll say a nine or a ten hits the um, All cast, right. or otherwise it pops an image. Pop an image. All right, but um, on a pounce, you do get all of your attacks, so I believe you still get another claw to bite. Yes. So I'll go ahead and do another roll a hit. Fifteen. Uh, 15 hits, why don't you roll a d4 and a 4 hits? <laughs> Got him! Ooh. 
Hey, All right. Nice. <laughs> nice. You have struck blue. Uh, so that's 2d4. And... Wait. So I get a full attack, which is two claws and a bite. So when I miss my first attack, I'm assuming that's a bite. So this is just the two claws, right? Um, I mean, this is one of the two claws. Oh. <laughs> claw, claw. Cool. So that's uh, seven plus um, uh, tigers have some fucked up. Uh, ooh, some messed up. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, some messed up amount of damage. I believe it is a plus eight. To damage, so that is 15 oh damage. <laughs> Alright, well that is a very, very damaged witch, and you got one more claw. Cool. Uh, <laughs> almost the <a> natural <laughs> 20. I'm assuming that hits. Uh, yeah, D4 for um, D4 for confirmation. Again. Didn't get it. Popped All a right. one. Popped a second image, and this person is very very scared of the tiger that just almost killed them in a single scratch Natch. this tiger looks delighted with its bear pelt on its head <laughs> <laughs> alright and that takes us to uh, the mohawk guy who is currently paranoid and doesn't ha believe he has any allies but he's also entangled so he can't actually take five foot steps um, and he has a stake stuck in him. And he has a stake <laughs> stuck in him. It's a bad day. It's like, you... They told us none of Johan's people were gonna be here. Xyphus was very clear. And... And... You... Uh, just die already! And he's gonna... Um, he's gonna divvy up his stabs. One for the guy who put a stake in him first. With the S-Doc, that is... Uh, one off of a critical threat, so that is a 27. Yep, that is a hit. Alright. That will be... Just a real quick... Uh, 14 damage. Yeah. And then he's going to take a stab at Red, because he's pretty sure Red's his enemy now. And... Her AC is so terrible that he did just hit her. He's, pr he's probably going to kill him. <laughs> Casters are squishy. Uh, he takes her down to zero. <laughs> so she is still standing. But, um... Oh, boy. That's... Oh, that's perfect, because that means she can still flank with me when I fight with step next to her. <laughs> uh, Allie, you are up. Um, you just saw this guy just about lose his mind and uh, stab his friend. Yeah. I did, I did. And again, I would love to try and talk to them and just kind of assess what's going on in the situation, but I too am excited to use the claw claw bite. So I'm going to take a five foot step forward, um, casting aside, uh, just leaving in my wake so many candy wrappers. Um, <laughs> as I rear up just brief, like a little bit off the floor like a normal human person would and go for that claw claw bite, which should be fine because five foot step doesn't bite into my full round gap. Oh, no. Well, that is a... Oh. Six plus... Hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Six plus seven for bite. That's Thirteen. A 13 You're flanking. For, oh, okay. Great. Okay. So let's call it a 15 for, for bite. Uh, 15 will not small, hit. Small chew. Um, 
So Allie bites into the air just below, like, their arm. Ah, <laughs> but we've still got two claws. Uh, it's a little bit better. Uh, dirty 20 for claw one. Uh, 20 will hit. Great. I'm going to roll this other 20. Actually, let's look this because I forgot to take out my damage die. Just got the d20. Hang on, hang on. Wait for it. Two. Roll 1d3 plus 2. Oh, 5 is fine. Nice, max damage. Max. <laughs> oh, Allie's not a barbarian at all. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to go with the second claw. That is uh, also a 20. Dirty. Dirty 20. That will also hit. Same thing. Roll 1d3 plus 2. And a five. Like, wow. Wait a second. That's oh, a four. You, you did plus of... three. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, great. Cheating. Four. That makes sense. Um, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Viewers don't understand. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's nine total damage, Ellie says, uh, with not a mouthful of anything because she missed the bite. <laughs> um, but with claws full of mohawk. Just that t- take, tell us, tell you, uh, your manager, that we're just here to clean up. We're not with, with Joanne. I said <laughs> I was the manager. And they... Right, yeah. Tell that message to your own self. <laughs> uh, telling myself. <laughs> to kill you right now. Don't, you know, you stop that. Don't tell that. that I'm gonna, I'm making a note. That you can't spell good. (laughs) 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 And Gideon is up. Uh, (laughs) Um, Vic, you're right up on blue, aren't you? Yeah, I should be, but I didn't move myself. That's all right. Um, I also have amazing I, AC right now, so just don't worry about me. Blow me oh, up. Oh no, it's okay. I <laughs> I actually have I have stuff I can do to hopefully not hit you at all. Um, I'm gonna use a precise bomb, um, which essentially means I can use my intelligence modifier to negate a number of a number of squares, uh, so people in those squares don't get hit by my bomb. Um, uh, so I'm gonna. Toss one of those at blue, and we'll see how that goes. Um, so that's another one d twenty plus six, because I can throw anything. Um, twenty four to hit. Can throw <laughs> yeah. anything. Great. Um, and I'm gonna do it right on him. Um, and since uh, the what is what am I? What is the splash? It's five splash on bombs. So I'm hoping I can also hit some of his um, images as well. Um, so well, that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's not going to matter. Here. I think it just hits, right? Great. Uh, that's one 3D. Crap, hold on. How do I type? 3D6 plus two. We're so dead. <laughs> uh, it's 12. Yeah, dead. 12 damage. Great. Blown up all the images inexplicably <laughs> explode as well. This blue goes down. Oh, this one I think is like it. It looks like a, a teacup with like a little saucer that's just been glued on top of it. Um, and when he tosses it, it shatters, and then there's this like blue mist that suddenly sparks and just explodes. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> We do love a crazy grenade grenade thrower. 
that will bring us to Skynet. Excellent. All right. Well, Skynet sees that his compatriots are have the situation well in hand, so he is going to continue to pick on the Mohawk guy, but in a, in a lame cantrip sort of way. So he's going to uh, focus his mental acumen at a um, stamp that's nearby, and he's going to drag it across an ink pad that is conveniently there, and then um, stamp him with uh come on izzy you're the best at this what am i going to stamp him with stamp uh, uh not tallest that's it big one <laughs> he's already feeling incredibly insecure about his relative height versus the <laughs> steak man and the alligator so that's it right on the forehead <laughs> um and i'm taking a negative forks oh and shooting into this so it is a straight d20 oh there it is that's a 16 versus touch Ah, uh, that will hit. Alrighty. What do you even get for this? Is it a D6? I'm embarrassing is myself right now. It is a D6. Yes. Yeah, it's a yeah. telekinetic, John. Um, there we go. What? What number are you? Two. That's that's two points of of stamp damage, and who knows <laughs> how much psychic damage that comes from. <laughs> the most psychic damage. You will remember that for the, the rest points of the paper cut damage. Just a mohawks are culturally appropriate stamp on the top of his head and it just keeps going. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us to Earl. Okay, Earl uh, no longer is holding his stake, so he is going to shake out the right arm of his weird trench coat. And the chain there is going to unravel into a spiked chain which he is then going to swing at uh, Mohawk. 16 on the die for a lot higher than that because I poured like half of my things into this dump chain. Uh, that is a 25. That will hit. Oh no, 27. <laughs> that won't hit anymore. <laughs> Uh, get a very small window. <laughs> okay, so that is uh, 2d4 plus 6 plus two more d6s because of the sneak damage because I'm flanking. Mm. 16 more points of uh, slashing mm. damage. Wow. He is nice. looking bad. Very is bad. the other one who's down dead or unconscious? Uh, the blue one is unconscious and dying. Great. Huh. And um, that will bring us to red. Red is going to... Let's see, what does red even have available? And they're staggered, too, right? Because they're at zero. Yeah. I think Red is basically just going to, since they're also um, entangled, so they can't take a five-foot step. Um, Sometimes it's just time to sit down and be like, nope, no more. <laughs> they're just, yeah, they're just going to take an L. She's just, she's just going to go, all right, I surrender. Yeah, plead the alligator for clemency. <laughs> Don't kill me. And um, that'll be the end of her turn. And Anrak is up. Um, 
Anorak becomes a dude again and is just like, uh, sort of pokes at the uh, person in front of him, <laughs> uh, covered in like explosive dust, and is just like, eh, we probably shouldn't let him die. And um, <laughs> can I stabilize him? Can I, is that um, something yeah. I can do in Pathfinder? <laughs> yeah, it's a heal check. Um, yeah. Oh no! Were you the one who started off? Unless you have, uh... if you could do murder. <laughs> I said violence. <laughs> violence is uh, different uh, than murder. That's different. a fine line. I just want to fight. Um, let's see. It's a heal check. I got plus four. It's bomb. Ten. <laughs> oh. I think it's DC 15 to stabilize. Oop. <laughs> Do you want to use a hero oh, point? Oh, I can. I can use a hero point. I will, because this is pretty damn heroic, I'd say so. Natural <laughs> 20. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right. You have stopped this character from dying. Nice. You actually bring her back to full health and she re-enters the fight. Yeah. <laughs> She's yeah. your ally now. You have control of her. Yeah, no, I think I think Anorak is just sort of like, I need you to tell me where the piano is. And just sort of like starts, um, after stabilizing, just starts dragging them back towards the door. <laughs> Alright, um, let's see. If that's something I can do. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a reposition. You can't go very fast in Pathfinder, but I'm guessing we're going to be out of initiative in a second. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see, we have a rather panicked um, Mohawk here who is. Let's see, he's just going to make with the stabbies. He's going to go for uh, the alligator first this time. He's going to say, Xyphus' Office of Safety, Health, and Accidents will have its revenge! And that's a 19 to hit Alligator. Oh, I'm pretty sure that works. Uh, 19, where is my DC? Oh, yeah, no, 19 hits for sure. Alright, that is minimum damage, that is 9. Minimum is 9. Is that minus 2 damage as well? Because it's minus 2 to your attack and minus 2 so seven damage. And he's gonna stab her again because he didn't feel like that one really took. <laughs> That's rude, but okay. And uh, this is only a 15 to hit. 15 does not hit. I don't like it. Well, sorry. And it's your turn, and whatever, if you're cheating, it's fine. <laughs> um, let's see. So we said red has said, like, don't, like, leave me alone, I'm good. Yeah. Alright, um,. I want to try and just, like, take uh, Mohawk out of the fight. Like, if I can knock them prone in some way. There a There's a trip uh, yeah, combat trip. maneuver, but you are going to provoke an attack of opportunity if you don't have improved trip. I do. Um, I'm pretty sure I don't have I mean, you could welcome you can trip the him, but he gets to stab you while you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm hardy. Um, so yeah, I'm going to attempt a trip with my very human giant tail. Um, <laughs> um hot guy, and just be like, look, part, excuse me, I need you to calm down. We're not going to get anything done this way. Everyone's shouting and taking candies. It's a lot. Yeah, he totally whiffs on the attack of opportunity. Bummer. Uh, okay, so I will, I'm going to roll my d20. It's a CMB roll. Cool. It's a 19 on the die, so that's a good start. Combat maneuver bowl. Seven. <laughs> 26. 
Ah, uh, yeah, that Cube. will knock him to Crap. the ground. Great. Nice. Which isn't very nice. Um, no, I just, I just want everyone to calm down, please. I'm just trying to find a piano. Uh, my turn. Gideon. Uh, sorry, I was fixing my character sheet because apparently I did it wrong. Um, great. I don't want to use any more bombs. We have, what, two guys left? Um, yeah, one of them has surrendered and the other one is on the ground and badly injured. Great. Uh, I'm just gonna call, hey, it's not too late to just give up, you know. There's no shame in giving up. People won't hate you forever. And I'm gonna try and persuade him to just give up. <laughs> Because <laughs> um, I feel like with all of us on on him, it it'd probably be easier. Um, should I just roll like an intimidation check or oh. persuasion? Intimidation or diplomacy? Yes. Ah, diplomacy. That's what it is. Um, both are a negative one. Great, good, great. <laughs> <laughs> we can't aid because it's not our turn, right? Right. Amazing at bombs. Bad oh, at talk. <laughs> Yep. Bomb close. <laughs> oh, that's a six. <laughs> so, real bad at talk. <laughs> uh, he says, everyone hates you forever for saying that I'm clearly winning. So, oh my god, okay, wow. I mean, wow. I've got you all on the ropes. I wanted to be on the uh -huh. floor, also. And I wanted my ally to be dead. All right. Not dead. As long as like you know what you're doing. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Skynet. Uh, Skynet is gonna delay at this point. Things look firmly in hand. Uh, plus, the stakes are <laughs> high. Just like, aren't they, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Um All right, Earl. Uh, Earl is gonna swing at him with his chain. Uh. They're on the ground. That's a bonus to melee yes. against him, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Minus to range, bonus to melee. Yeah. So is that going to be a plus four now instead of a plus two? Because <laughs> I got flanking Andy's on the ground. Um. Yes, I believe so. Oh wait, no. I have a plus nine to this attack anyway. Uh. So that is a twenty-four. That will hit. Okay. on one of those guys. Uh, that is another 18 points of damage. Uh, Mohawk is unconscious and dying and we are out of initiative. Great. <laughs> Way to go, team. Yeah, Unrock is just like, ooh, that didn't look good. And he just sort of <laughs> like, um, I think he just, how how big is this is this spellcaster? Um, the uh, witch. How big? Yeah. How big is how yeah. big is blue? I think we're thinking about um, five foot two, hundred. Over over his shoulder, over his shoulder, <laughs> and he's just like, all right, where's the piano? I want to fight <laughs> actual people, not you. Um, and I think the one remaining conscious um, spellcaster says, "Well, I um, I." don't know anything about a piano uh, we came here for um the magical artifact of xiphus 
um, that a reliable source tells us there's a um, basically a, a machine here that causes an absurd number of workplace accidents, and we need it for the you know Lord Wait, of so Accidental Deaths. Ah, so they made a device that purposefully causes workplace accidents. Yeah. Well, that's very un. I feel like that's counterproductive. Well, it's. I mean, it's good for us. And Xiphus is the god of accidental death, so it's like cha-ching, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're doing that on purpose, is it accidental? Well, you know, it gets it gets pretty confusing down at the. Uh, <laughs> Xiphus headquarters, we get a lot of debates about causality, and, you know, mostly it's about sort of setting things up so accidents are likely, but not, not, you know, inevitable. Mm. So it's like a Rube Goldbergian murder. Oh, yeah. Excellent. <laughs> and that sounds like more fun to you than, um, say, getting free flip-flops and fighting, you know, potential aliens. I don't know anything about aliens. I mean, I just, you know, I... I said potential aliens. I was very clear in that. Well, I don't know anything about potential aliens either. But... Right, okay. Let me ask you something about this uh, accident-causing machine. Is it possible it's also a piano? I suppose there's a chance it's a piano. I was told it was more of a, an organ. Okay, all right. So let's like all work together. <laughs> Oh, like the, oh, the organ that it... makes noises. Like a, ah. like a tongue. Thank you. Well, kidneys do right. make noise if you squeeze them the right way, but uh, I see <laughs> what you mean, yes. uh, uh. A fellow scientist, I see. <laughs> a dust goggles. Science. <laughs> Gideon's hilarious size and scary. What shoe do you wear, neighborino? Uh, that would be a, a size 7, I'd say. Well, what do you say? We can give you as many bright orange flip-flops as you want if you help us find this piano organ kidney tongue. <laughs> um, why don't you make me a diplomacy check? I don't know if I have. Oh, I'm good at that. Plus five. Yeah, alligators are like nature's most diplomatic creatures. You have Very this. diplomatic. <laughs> and you totally get a plus two circumstance bonus for the flip-flop. Excellent, then, uh, 22 Just brandishing it. <laughs> she goes, um, I mean, if if you're not going to kill me, I, I guess. Kill you? I mean, come on, listen, what are we, monsters? Well, come on, listen, I mean, I'm a very normal human person, thank you. He's bleeding to death, and I'm, like, you know, this close to just killing right over. I mean, do you like your boss? Do you want us to try and save him? Am I allowed to harvest, harvest his organs for spell components? What's going on here? Um, How much do you like your manager? Eh, you know, if he were to have some sort of accident befall him, you know, that's the business, right? Yeah. That's by your standards. <laughs> well, let me see about healing then. Um... And I'm going to attempt to heal him. Uh, if that is at all possible, let's see. 20, and then I have a 4 in heal. So a 19. So, yeah, so no accidents. <laughs> uh. So that'll stabilize him. He's unconscious. And 
Um, I think as you stand in this uh, room full of rubble and um, thrown about bomb bits and um, employee lunches and things, uh, we're going to just take a quick uh, break. To So say back in five, ten minutes. All right. Sounds good. Hello. Can, do we start talking? Can, we, can you hear us? <laughs> can you hear us? This is Thank you for giving us the weed number in donations. Yeah, we appreciate Blaze it. it. Blaze it. <laughs> <laughs> We're adults. I you heard blaze it. it. I will set this, this entire wall, this entire warehouse <laughs> on fire now. The planet. Oh, it the plane. The, oh, the, the plane. plane. The plane. The plane. Oh, the plane's gone. Where'd the plane go? We're going I down. The Where the heck did the plane go? Earlier <laughs> around. Uh, hang on, I'll grab the plane back. We're discussing the There it is. It's there back. All right, uh-huh. the plane's back. It was here the whole time, and you can't prove <laughs> it was not. plane. <laughs> yeah. When last we left before the break, uh, we had a room full of refer- refuse that it looked like the um, Xyphus's Office of Safety, Help, and Accidents uh, was tossing, searching for apparently an organ that can induce an inordinate number of workplace accidents. I chose that word poorly. And um, you'd managed to convince one of the witches to come with you, the only one who's not unconscious. And uh, that's where we are now. I mean, Anurak is still holding on to this unconscious witch. Like, they are over... Lead the way? (laughs) I mean, this is as as far as we got. I mean, we were still Ah. searching this room for it. We found a lot of stuff like this a weird stash un- under um, one of the tables here where it was like a bunch of burritos but it's like somebody poked a hole in them and just like sucked out like all the inside and left the tortillas. It's Do you really think it gross. was a burrito mosquito? I was thinking it was a goopacabra. Mm-hmm. Ooh, fair. I have to go home. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, now I have to go. Uh, <laughs> my dad is calling me, and he said, "Gotta go." Um, real quick, what are these these bags and stuff over in this lower corner? That's miscellaneous office people's belongings and such. If you want to roll perception, or if you all want to like take twenty and search the room for a few minutes, see what you find. I mean, they don't know where. Yeah, I don't know that they don't know that we're here yet. So we could probably take twenty, um, without too much threat of other folks. Yeah. Is there a way to shut the door? Uh, the door is pretty broken, but you can, you know, lean it up again. Yeah, I'm gonna try and like <laughs> set it back a couple up. Uh huh. <laughs> Just casually lean that door up, kind of blocking the. Yeah. I'll take like a roll of duct tape out of my pocket and just kind of like at the hinges try and tape it together. <laughs> I mean, Anrock, seeing this, Anrock could just be like... After several minutes of, of searching, if you all are taking 20, uh, digging through this em- apparent employee lounge, you find three potions of cure moderate wounds, a um, crowbar that appears to be magical, a badge on a lanyard that says certified gift wrapping expert and um, a pile of letters sent certified mail from somebody named Fantasy Michael 
uh, that are alternately uh, begging for forgiveness and swearing their undying love or um, declaring like uh, wo- eternal war for vengeance and sometimes Ooh. like in the same letter like alternating sentences oh no Michael why I'll take those. I showed you my crafts please respond <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I've received uh, that no, message. Allie is in a corner with wearing that uh, gift wrapper lanyard and like reading through these letters. And just, oh my god, Michael, honey, this is not the way to go about it. <laughs> um, and commenting just to herself. She puts all of those letters right in her pocketbook. Oh, she go on fantasy Facebook later. Oh, good, good. Uh, could I inspect the crowbar to see what it does? If you want to roll yeah, a um, spellcraft on the crowbar. Yes, I am proficient in that, which means I have a plus seven, so... 20 plus seven. That's an 18. Uh, with an 18, you are looking at a plus one crowbar. This versatile tool is designed to help pry open whatever the user desires. A normal crust crowbar grants a plus two circumstance bonus on strength checks made to force open a door or chest but this one grants a plus three it can also cool. be used as a one-handed improvised weapon that deals bludgeoning damage equal to a club plus one nice does anyone want the crowbar on rock if not i could use it you can you can have it go for it it really Great. works uh, with your aesthetic mm-hmm uh, I think, like, oh, I think, I think Gideon does, like, the, like, RPG character thing where they, like, attach it to their back, <laughs> even though there's no way to, like, attach it to their back, and it just kind of stays there. Like, <laughs> 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 Neat. Um, but after all that rifling, it appears you've exhausted this room, and there are no places big enough left for a piano. Hmm. Your princess is in another castle. Uh, and we don't see any like, doors or anything, right? Uh, just the door back out here, back out of here into the main room, which... And there's no, like, trap doors or anything? Mm-hmm. Um, nothing you uncovered in your taking 20. All right. Uh, let's go back out in the main room then, I guess. Sounds good. Earl's going to quickly shotgun one of those potions along with one that he has on himself that he pulls off his belt. I love the idea of you just jamming a fantasy key into the side of the vial and just <laughs> uncorking it and <laughs> drinking all of the glass that comes from it. Oh, no. It's the most Floridian thing you could do. It's really on brand, honestly. Deeply Florida. I am literally right. drinking a Mountain Dew beer right now. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry, a Mountain Dew a Mountain Dew Chalada. Three consecutive words cannot be uh, parted. How? So wait, is there a spicy Mountain Dew beer, or is that separate <laughs> from the Mountain Dew? The spicy beer? Mountain Dew is just regular. Is it like an IPA? Sorry, hold on. I'm gonna focus <laughs> on this way too much. <laughs> I just really need to. Hang on, I'm putting the Discord. Hold on, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna Google for a bit, y'all. Y'all. Have some. <laughs> um. Sam. So if it's an if it's a like so the noticing perhaps that we've temporarily lost Gideon to a <laughs> brief period in their mind palace. <laughs> Do palace. Can y'all hear me? Ali will search for it and go look at these things that look like ears of corn. 
Um, those are, of course, decorative plastic corn for making floral oh, arrangements. Oh, I guess the ash fall. Yeah. I have been muted sort in Discord of this entire time. <laughs> oh. Crowdy, huh? I just thought you were being very quiet. <laughs> Sorry for interrupting. Just being supportive of us. It's only 5% alcohol. What is the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's not strong, and it tastes awful. I don't know why I keep on it. Yeah. Look, they are the only sponsor of this podcast, and we only speak <laughs> positively about Daddy Do. Uh, no! <laughs> it is zero sugar, at least. Oh, there was a line, and you just blew right by. Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like Daddy Do is worse than dropping the f bomb earlier. <laughs> I didn't say it as like a Daddy Do this. That'd be that. That would stop the podcast. But like Daddy Do on its own to describe the the benevolent folks at Pepsi Cola that bring this to your ears. <laughs> gendered person who supports you monetarily <laughs> with Dr. Coke. What is it Dr. Called? Coke. <laughs> Dr. Coke. <laughs> no, you got it. You know, oh, yes, the 1920s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> what is this corn? <laughs> decorative corn. Is it also decorative. alcoholic? Yes. It could be. <laughs> they make ethanol. Fermented corn. It's ethanol. <laughs> well, weirdly, it's actually the plastic is made out of ethanol, which is made out of corn. Oh, man. That's too much. It's cornception. Yeah. And all the way down. Um, Sam. Yeah. Uh, if this organ makes uh, workplace ap- accidents happen, I feel like there's something like luck base going on. Um, is there. So, like, since it's, like, magic and it's got, like, weird powers, is there a way that I can sort of, like, try and tune into it? Um, I mean, you would be able to detect magic, but it that only gives you a 60-foot range. I'm not sure that, mechanically speaking, there's anything that gotcha. would really do it. Cool. Um, then I would like to go around um, the warehouse, uh, flipping a coin constantly and calling it. And see, <laughs> anytime, anytime that I get it wrong, which could possibly be every time, I'm going to check around me and then keep going. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like just, you know, make a single d20 roll and add 10 to it. So we're just gonna Bioshock Infinite it? Yes. <laughs> I've never you played just, that game, but maybe. It, it comes up heads 92 times in a row, just like in Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Mm-hmm. Oh. I didn't Google Solid that number. I, I just knew us. it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd you have to, that, to, to hit my respect for you like that? <laughs> I mean, you don't have Rosen. Rosen you don't have that play memorized by heart. <laughs> Sadly, no. Maybe next time. But now that next time. <laughs> now that you've come uh, up to the northern side of the um, what's it called of the warehouse. warehouse, you can see that there is a heavy metal uh, barred door um, bisecting the wooden wall on the far east towards the back of the building. 
And um, yeah, other than that, you know, it's more crates and cabinets and mm. and corn. Uh, we've got another sort of door situation. This one's more of a gate, to be honest. It's very heavy. Looks quite foreboding. Could a piano, organ, kidney song be back here? Uh, it's possible. Can you, can you do that thing again where you pretend to unlock the door, but it's already unlocked? I mean, I do have this handy-dandy crowbar. Oh my god, you've got a crowbar, you're right. Um, and instead of instead of reaching up to take the crowbar that is very obviously on my back, I pull it out of a pocket and it just kind of dissolves <laughs> from my back. Um, and I'm going <laughs> to go try and unlock the door. And as you approach this door, you see... Um, through the bars, there's a series of tables laden with shining, colorful paper, ribbons, bows, decorative bags, and huge reams of brightly colored, semi-translucent plastic sheeting. And behind those tables, there's more and more jaunty decorations. And it's just, it's really festive back there is the point. Mm. Yeah, it's got like I think elementary school pizza party vibes. Yeah, I, th- <laughs> I think we found uh, Fantasy Santa's workshop. <laughs> Well, above the barred door, there is a plaque that reads, in all caps, DANGER, GIFT WRAPPING, CERTIFIED PERSONNEL ONLY. Ooh. Oh, I've got a badge. you got this. Everyone, I've got a badge. <laughs> uh, I would like to go, if there's like a card reader or some sort of slot, I would like to just poke a card in there. Otherwise, I'm just going to rub it on the gate. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a little slot in the in the gate, yeah. So um, we'll poke a card in there. And stand back, I've got a badge. And it beeps, and despite the fact that that is a static map asset and will not be going anywhere, the door is open. <laughs> Everyone phases through the gate. Everyone magically All goes right. through the gate. That was totally there, and now it's gone. Uh-oh. Oh. Now, as you step into this back room and you're all sort of crowded with the tables just blocking the way forward so you'd have to climb over them or through all this difficult terrain. You see off to the left there is a towering 10 foot tall creature that seems to be made of just massive piles of stickers. Just sticker after sticker. Just bricks beans. All piled up on top of each other, and um, I'm gonna need you to roll for initiative because this towering sticker monstrosity is lurching towards you with great menace. Adorable. Love it. Fighting the frickin' merch. <laughs> for those who can't see, it is an icon made of all of our stickers. I love that. Yeah, I, it, I left it up on the screen for a while. <laughs> So I could have sworn I named our merch command exclamation point shill, but apparently I did not. Better I renamed it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So what do we got here for initiatives? I got a nine. I got a twelve. Skuned's got a solid twenty-one. Nice. nice. I don't see any. Where is he? Under Gideon. That is under, yeah. Oh, Oh. yeah. 
there's a joke to be made. <laughs> <I'm not naked. laughs> oh. I think oh, he's no. still am also I? under. Am I on top of Ned? I am. Yeah. Yeah. You guys both were on top of Ned. Classic Ned. <laughs> <laughs> right. We decided to fight that thing by also uh, converting into our own Megazord. <laughs> <laughs> what is Ned's uh, modifier? It's a two. All right. And um, Allie, what did... Uh, Eleven total. And Earl. You ask, you're not asking a modifier, right? No, I was asking you total, yeah. And Earl, I don't think I got yours. Oh, sorry. Uh, 23. 23. And nice. Let's see. The witch gets a s- was, solid 8. Is the witch in a fight with us? Yeah, she's coming with you. All right. We're allies now. It's true. Friend she have, like, 5 health? <laughs> <laughs> she's your best friend forever. Actually, if I remember correctly, she has 0 health right now. So <laughs> she's so good. Sword descending. <laughs> she gets 1 action a turn. And then, um, yeah, Earl is up first. We could, we could have given her on the way up there a potion. We had a couple, yeah. <laughs> no, we don't, we, don't, we don't have any to spare. It's fine. Conrad could have, have, have given one of them two potions. <laughs> All right, Earl. You are free to move about the country, uh, as they say. No one says that. Okay. Uh, Cabin. Earl is going to move ten feet this way. In the process of moving, drawing from his back a massive crossbow with a stake in it. And then he is going to fire it at the (laughs) sticker golem. Fifteen on the die, and my gastrofendi, whatever the heck this thing is called, gets a plus ten. So that is a twenty-five to hit. Uh, twenty-five will hit the sticker creature. Okay. And image this bolt does, which is called a crossbow bolt heart stake. And does 1d4 plus 2. That is 6 points of damage. Alright. And that seems to hurt the creature. Also, is it a vampire? Uh, It is (laughs) weirdly not a vampire. Okay, so it does not have to make the DC 20 fortitude save to avoid falling to the ground helplessly. (laughs) Unfortunately, it does not. Why doesn't my mouse work anymore? That's going to come in handy. While I'm re-rolling that, or refreshing roll 20, the, um... Sticker Golem is going to take a what's it called? He's gonna take a five foot step forward 
And since the dragon head is on top, it's gonna open up its mouth and un unleash a burst of force. And I'm gonna need reflex saves from Earl, Skynet, and Anrak. I'm gonna use a, I know I'm gonna need a hero point on this one most likely. We got from your roll 20. Oof. Yeah, yeah, we we out here hero pointing that again. <laughs> I will also hero point that. That's better. A 14. Oh, that's Do not better at all. Or is that's that so much worse for Skynet. <laughs> oh, no, that's right. You have to pick it when you're a slayer. You don't get it automatically. So, Amrak got a 14. Um, what did Earl get? Earl got a natural 20 for a 28. All right, so Earl passes. How about Skynet? He rolled a respectable 11 into a respectable 5. Oh, no. We good. Well, uh, the DC was uh, 16 for that reflex save. So, we so if, I add, if I add them both together, I pass. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I'm going to need the two of you who failed to just... Roll me a quick D100. Yeah. This isn't like mind affecting, is it? Um, it is not. 57. 57. 59. We're both right in the same neighborhood here. Where did my technology guide go? There it is. I have this ready. I totally have this ready. 57 and 59. I'm going to need fortitude saves from both of you. As this oh, force oh. damage uh, shoots out of the dragon's mouth on everyone, and um, the, the whole damage is 15. So 15 force damage for Anrock and Ned, and um, half that for Earl. Uh, rounded up or down? Uh, rounded down. Seven or eight? So seven. Okay, so seven. I rolled a 17 on that port save. All right, so you're good. How about Anorak? Port save. Sorry, I'm just not as used to this uh, character sheet. As, uh, 25. Ooh. All right, you're good. So you both have avoided the horrible, horrible technological gl uh, glitch that would have come with the space dragons, space drug breath. Whoa. <laughs> and that brings us to Skynet. All right. Uh, Skynet would like to roll a knowledge. Go for it. This would be a knowledge arcana. Alrighty. We're looking at a sweet, sweet 27 with a 15 off the day. Uh, with a 27, you were looking at a sticker golem. It was called correctly. Uh, this is obviously a magical construct made entirely out of semi-sentient stickers. And you can ask, uh, with a 17, two questions. Uh, let's go with uh, special defenses and special attacks. Um, well, for special defenses, it has all your construct immunities to um, mind-affecting and um, stuff like that. 
and um, it has your Goblin immunity to magic where almost no spells affect it, but a few kinds of spells affect it in special ways. But anything that has allows spell resistance just doesn't work on it at all. And uh, as far as special attacks go, well, depending on what sticker is at the top of the sticker golem, it has a different set of special attacks. So you've seen what happens when the dragon's on top. Um, if, say, the Brixby sticker was on top, it might do something that a certain stab of cadaver rat might do. Or um, if the um, Goonicorn sticker's on the top, it might do something else. Um, might involve a flying horse. Uh, if the scorpion's on top, maybe it does things a scorpion might do. And if a uh, plant friend's on top, it might shoot you with that gun it seems to be holding. It's so cold that you called Kingsley the scorpion. I saw it's, Izzy's face just It's off in brand. Said. It's clearly not actually Kingsley because Kingsley would never <laughs> attack people like this. <laughs> but Brixby <laughs> would. But Brixby would. Yeah. And no, no excuses for him. He's chaotic here, Uh All right. Excellent. So it would not qualify as a technological object or a creature of the robot subtype, correct? It is not of the robot subtype. I can do very little, friends. <laughs> so um, I am going to... Uh, let's see, what can I do for my neighborinos here? I guess I'll just throw a telekinetic projectile at it. We're not engaged in combat. It's a solid plus four to this roll. I'm gonna throw a, um, some glitter at it. Not glitter dust, but just enough where it gets in all the places. Just grab like a pot of glitter mm -hmm. off the table. <laughs> that, uh, 20 <laughs> versus touch. Uh, 20 will definitely hit touch. All right, 1d6 glitter damage. <laughs> Two points of glitter damage. Wow, Let's go. That was, that was devastating. <laughs> I think it's weeping. Beautiful. Um, no, that, that's, that's just glitter on his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the end of uh, Skinhead's turn. He's out of the way. All right, Anrock, you were up. I have a question about how actions work in Pathfinder. <laughs> so, uh, Wild Shape is a standard action. Can I still pounce or no? No. You can, if you do a standard action, you can also move. Or take a move action and a swift action, but pounce is a full round action. Gotcha. Well, I will just um, change back into a tiger. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be rude. I'm gonna be right up here. And be like, <laughs> come get me. <laughs> All right, and that takes us to alligator. Let's. See, what are my movement options here? Um, so these purple little guys, those are tables, like craft tables, naturally. Yeah, so it's basically um, two squares of movements, movement to get over one of them. Cool. Can I, I want to crawl on top of one and then use it as sort of like a, a launch ramp to throw myself at the sticker golem. Okay. Fair. Uh, so... <laughs> I'm gonna, my plan, I would like to crawl up on, I don't know, let's say, sh like shift past these coat stands and then get up on here. I don't know if that, I have how much movement coat stands are. Those flavor coat stands. I mean, it, it's all like gift wrapping and gift errata, so those are all basically 10 feet each. 
But they're they're wearing the professional gift wrapping lanyard, which means it's it's actually <laughs> just. <laughs> Uh, I use the lanyard as sort of a lasso and fling myself up into the table. So I'm going to say 10, 20, 30 to get up on this table. Um, and then I will double move to get to the end this last table here. All right. And then I'm going to see if I gave myself any weapons or if I was too excited about the claw claw bite. Yeah, I have some weapons, but they're boring. Uh, can I reach? Is this Only a five foot a distance? Can I claw claw by here? Yeah, you can reach from there. But you. Um, so I'm going to. Oh, although I can't do that anymore because I've double moved. I have one action. Can I? You have no actions bite? left. Oh, and all my actions are gone. Uh, all right, so I'm just gonna alligator growl at the bigger <laughs> guy. So many animal. Yeah. Sorry, one animal, <laughs> one human. Thank you. Thank you. Alligator and a tiger standing side by side in the face of a towering sticker colossus, just as nature intended. That brings us to Gideon. Uh, okay. My speed is listed as 30 feet, 6 square. How far can I get? Um, well, 30 feet is basically um, 6 squares, but any of those ones that have like gift wrapping in them or flowers or tables, they'll take you uh, 10 feet to get through. So. Ah, okay. Um, what's the best way to do this then? Um, I want to go, I'm actually going to clamber over um, to the hat rack, because I can't really do anything this round, but I'm going to clamber here, oh, if it will let me move. Um, I think that puts me here. Um, <laughs> and then... Um, Gideon's gonna take out that industrial strength cleaner that he <laughs> that he found earlier, um, the solvent, oh um, and just start just start chugging it. <laughs> um, and then once the bottle is done, is gonna take a match and swallow it <laughs> and go. Nobody get in front of me, please. <laughs> uh, and end my turn. Uh, I am casting the spell uh, Fire's Belly. <laughs> With some I... excellent flavor on there. Yes. Some terrifying flavor. I, I thought you were just going to like dissolve the sticky part of the I'm... sticker golem. Totally. Honestly. Oh. But this is so much better. Oh, I probably could have done <laughs> Didn't one of us steal a giant bottle of... Uh... Was that yeah, Gideon? it was Gideon. Yeah, that <laughs> <No>, was <laughs> Fully did not think of that. I thought that was what you were going to do, but honestly, I love this a little bit more. Me too. Nope. I'm going to cast some spells next turn. <laughs> we appreciate Gratuitous Fire on this podcast. <laughs> Alright, our nameless witch is going to go, let's see, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, and then 30. And cast a fortune hex on um, Earl. So you get to re-roll 1d20 next turn. Is she sure she wants to cast it on Earl? Well, it, it's her or Ned, basically. Okay. She has yeah, to touch. No. I was going to say, not to metagame or anything, but Earl <laughs> may have a really, really, really big crossbow that's a full round action to reload. But still, throw it on old steak and bake. <laughs> Ned has nothing to do on his side. <laughs> Earl, you are up. You have fortune. Well, you know what? If he's got fortune, uh, 
He's just going to drop the crossbow. Uh, his shield is a quick draw shield. His uh, chain is attached to his armor, so he doesn't need to draw anything. So he'll just drop the crossbow on the ground and go run up and smack this thing. Seventeen on the die for a. What did I say? This chain was again. This is a plus nine. Uh, yeah, chain is a plus nine, so that is a twenty-six. A uh, twenty-six will hit. Okay. And there is no sneak damage because so this is just two d four plus six. Eleven points of uh, slashing damage. All right. It all goes through. The stickers are not very happy. I'll say that purple sticker in the middle is a blood drinker if I ever saw one. <laughs> <laughs> and that brings us back to the golem. So as a swift action, it is going to switch heads and put the Kingsley head on top. And then as a full round action, it's going to go cloth claw sting. And we're just gonna we're gonna go down the line. So claw at Earl first. Uh, that is only a fifteen. Oh, and by the way, is my AC back to normal? Yeah, now, right? that, was, that only, was only a certain number of rounds. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Okay. Uh, yeah, fifteen definitely misses. All right, and we're gonna have a claw at Onrock. Uh, that's a natural twenty. So, do in Pathfinder do natural 20s always hit? Uh, they always hit, but I have to roll to confirm to see if I get a critical. Gotcha. Uh, that so is a 27 to confirm the crit. So high. Yeah. Alright. You're looking at only 9 damage, plus a free attempt to grab. Sounds good. Yeah. That's a natural 20 on the grab, so you're grappled. Cool. And um, then the stinger, real quick, is going to go for Allie. That's a 24. Oh my gosh, what is wrong with the sticker monster? Uh, yeah, 24 hits. Uh, four damage from the stinger. But it's a sticker stinger, so it's not poisonous. Awesome. And uh, Skynet is up. Alright, Skynet, um, incredibly useless in this situation if I don't want to, like, dominate this poor witch that's helping us, uh, I suppose... Can you make them drop? Uh, go on. Oh, I, I can't do anything to the, the, the sticker, uh, golem at all. It's literally everything that Skynet has is mind-affecting. And this is just uh. made of senseless capitalism, by our merch. Um, so... <laughs> Skynet's going to take a five-foot step, looking over at the uh, the things in the room here. It's going to cast another telekinetic projectile, <clears throat> looking at one of these baskets of bread, I guess. Um, and, uh, you know what? Let's, let's have fun. He's going to, you're going to see all of the tattoos that kind of um, sort of, Mar Ned's metal body light up and he is going to say <clears throat> in some languages bread is called pain and then 
Making an appropriate French joke. He's going to get a 15 versus touch. Oh, God, minus four. <laughs> so I, I think he's going to miss. So 11 versus touch? Yes. You, you do still have several hero points. Oh, yeah, I'm going to roll another hero point because <laughs> I want to beget this. Um, one second here. So it's a large creature, so that might still hit. Nah, nah, we, we, we wasting hero points. All right, that's one better. That's a 16. How are we doing? <laughs> um, 16 minus 4 for firing into melee gets a 12, which uh, hits. Excellent. All right, we're rolling bread damage now. Touch AC 12. Yeah, you got to crush the process. Let's do this. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Uh. <laughs> that's right. the most damage you've done with that ability so far. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> the so. most damage you've done with that pun. <laughs> Uh, that's the end of Ned's turn. Ned throws bread. Ned throws bread, gets it in the head, but it's not dead. Ooh. Anrak is up. You are grappled, so you uh, can't move. You get a minus two to attack, minus four to any dex-based skills. I'm not stealing this from what Jero posted in the chat. And um, <laughs> also, you can only use light or one-handed weapons, so... Your natural attacks as a tiger all still work. Perfect. Um, I'm going to make this thing regret grabbing me. I'm going to do my... Uh, I don't have to move. I can just do my full attack. Uh, so it's d20 minus 2 plus 10. So d20 plus 8. 22. <laughs> for the bite. Nice. All right. So we got 2d6 for a bite. And now, um... Is there any... Should I be subtracting stuff for successive hits? I feel like I should um, be. Not with natural attacks. They, they're a special broken thing where they all get the same bonus. Awesome. Uh, 17? Uh, 17 also hits. 2d4. <laughs> and then, uh, last claw. 25. Oh my god. <laughs> and 2d4. So, oh, all those plus 8. Uh, well, plus 8 three times because of tiger strength. So 15, 10, and 12. Tiger, tiger strength. Yep. 37 damage. Yes. It looks like it's fixing to fall apart. Some of the stickers are really pe peeling. Not peeing. <laughs> god. <laughs> Stickers can't pee. We all just back up. <laughs> We're just like, oh, okay. You bit that? No. <laughs> <laughs> We're up to Allie. All right. Um, and this thing hasn't moved out of the way, so Allie is also going to go for the full attack. No claw claw bite. But as a regular gator slash human person. But do they get a plus one for being on a table, Sam? Is this technically attacking from above? Are you they saying have they have the high ground? Come on, Anakin. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, you can have the plus one. Um, to attack? Yeah, not today. Okay. Uh, that's an eighteen uh, plus seven, so twenty-five, twenty-six. Yes. Um, let's do some mild smoosage. Smoosage, excuse me. I use my words like an adult. As soon as I find the damage, which keep this place safe. Deep, three, plus two. Okay. One okay. from a bite is 
uh, and uh, Allie will reach over. I'm gonna, and then just to make it like sting, <laughs> I'm gonna grab the uh, the sticker arm that has uh, my new BFF, um, whose name I have forgotten, but we are good friends for <laughs> sure. And give a scaly thumbs up with my non-reptilian hands that can do that. Um, second hit might not work. That's a 13. Do I maintain the plus one on all three? Yeah. Okay, 14. I should still think misses. Yeah, 14 not going to do it. Okay, and then second claw is... It's a 14 again. Okay, so Allie just has a mouthful of sticker. Um, you do have but... zero points. <laughs> oh, that's true. Let's use one of those. Let's clap one of those in there. Go for that claw again. Um, that's a little better. 18 total. Uh, 18 will hit. I'm a bad person because I just wanted to get to Gideon's turn to see Gideon like melt the stickers <laughs> with the fire breath. Uh, that's another five. All right, so that's one claw and one bite. All right. Um, at the sticker guy, and yeah, actually, I hope it's not well, fully falling apart because I would also want to see Gideon set some stickers on fire. Well, good news, it's still up, and it is Gideon's uh, turn. Great. I'm gonna scramble over and I think that'll put me here. Um, and then Gideon just burps and unleashes a 15 foot <laughs> cone of flame uh, that deals uh, 1d4 points of fire damage. And then it says the resist the saving throw for it is reflex half SR applies, and I have zero idea what that means. This thing doesn't have spell that resistance, right? Yeah. Does it? Well, it does. It's a, a golem. golem. Oh, it's a golem. Is, oh, no. It is immune to any spell or spell-like ability that allows spell resistance. But it just so happens that it has an exception carved out since it is made of basically paper for fire. Yes! <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. And uh, when hit by fire, um, spells with the fire descriptor, the um, sticker golem actually gets no saving throw. Ooh. All right, <laughs> nice. So uh, roll that damage. Great, one d four. Roll that sweet bean be- footage. <laughs> and that's two. Uh, two points of damage. <laughs> um, Beautiful though. Well, hopefully it takes like one and a half times or something. Yeah, it does take one and a half times, so it takes three (laughs) fire damage. Great. I have more stuff I can do with this, so it'll be fine. Um, uh, And then uh, I cast a spell, so I can't really do anything else, can I? Right, unless you have a swift action, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think I have any swift actions. Uh, I don't. That was my turn. Alright, our witch friend is going to give Anorak a uh, fortune hex, so he gets a free reroll on his next d20, but probably won't get that far because uh, Earl is up, and this thing looks ready to collapse. And the dice, that is a 19. Uh, 19 hits. Ugh, both ones. Uh, so it might still be alive. That is eight points of damage. Still up. Just barely clinging to life. The tiger in its claw. (laughs) 
Oh, and that's all I can do that turn. Sorry. All right. Well, it is going to, with its turn, just take a five-foot step back. Um, swift action. Rotate its head to put the mouse, um, with the stab of cadaver on top. So does that mean that it dropped? Uh, yeah, it, it let go of the grab uh, the gravel. Yeah. But it produces somewhere from within its crumpled, stickery frame, red, yellow, and blue powder. Oh no! And it throws them up, <laughs> forming a cloud around itself. And then a vivid cone of clashing colors springs forth as it fires color spray. Oh no. And that's going to be a will save from Earl, Anorak, Allie, and Ned. Oh. And the witch. <laughs> will save. This is mind affecting, right? This is mind affecting, yes. Real. Do I need one? Two to will. What did you say that was? What save was that? That's a will save. Uh, the witch saves. Um, looks like... I'll just tell you the DC, so rather than belaboring the four saves, it is a DC... I lost the DC, so I can't... Ha! Wait, wait, wait. Oh, we all passed. DC so it's one? DC <laughs> <laughs> it, it's DC 16. Uh-huh. Anyone get less than uh, us? Oh. Is it meets yeah, beats? Yeah, looks like meets beats. Um, and just to just to clarify, there it's like it's like just embarrassing if you roll a one on a save, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, if you roll a one on a save, it is an automatic failure, and you um, get stunned for one round because you have five hit dice. Great, that's what I was hoping for. Thanks. Let's see how you feel, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> See how it feels. <laughs> All right, and it's your turn. Um. Well, man, Skynet can't do a whole lot. Well, I suppose that worked relatively well. So, um, yeah. so how about some bread dead redemption here? Let's go for it. We scrape in the bottom of the barrel for bread jokes at this point. Um, so <laughs> minus four from whatever brain. we got here. It's so sad. You were cur- you were on a roll before. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> They're just getting a little stale. Like <laughs> <laughs> forever. All right, but uh, twenty three does hit. <laughs> yeah, it's strong. Oh, it's a nineteen minus four. For, for combat though, so oh. it's, it's, it's still touch. Yeah, yeah still touch. <laughs> All right, we roll on that bread damage. And oh, looks like a solid three. Oh, it's right on the edge. We got one HP left. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wait, can I can I use my last hero point to reroll my bread damage? <laughs> um, I like it. Uh, since it's your last hero point, sure. This is what the audience That is an amazing yes. <laughs> right. For five this telekinetic bread all are here for. Five. Five bread. <laughs> all right. Why don't you narrate what it looks like when plastic bread kills a giant monster made of stickers? Uh, yeah. The camera just levels at Ned's face, and he says, Die diddly ho, neighborino. And then just shoots the bread right at him. That's it. 
Maybe Plastic. turns away. Cool guys <laughs> don't look at explosions. Puts on sunglasses. And the bread just hits the sticker so hard that it causes a singularity and explodes in a burst of flames. And we are out of combat. Nice. Way to go, team. And you can see beyond the end of the um, gift wrapping area all the way over to the western side of the store, there is another door and a stone wall there. Should bum rush the door. Oh, yeah, for it. sure. For um, Anrak is already heading over there. They're like the, the organ. Um, Anrak uh, is considering whatever we just fought an alien, um, whether or not that's true. He's <laughs> just excited for more. Fair. Ned's gonna grab one of these delightful derby hats on the way by. <laughs> Please Very update nice. all of our fan art. Now that we're out of combat, would have dumping the solution on the stickers done anything? Um, yeah, it would have uh, ruined its ability to change stickers. Ah, well, I still sort of like what you did better, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I that love was that. Awesome flavor. Oops. <laughs> but also, don't drink solid people. Yeah. Also, don't do that. Folks in lawyer, uh, what is it? Folks in legal require us to say, don't do that. Yeah, maybe don't mm-hmm. do that. Don't do that. Are we opening? The door? Yes, for sure. Oh, of course. Let's open the door. Yeah. All right. You open the door, revealing a lavish office with bookcases galore, and in the center of this lavish office is a large piped piano-like device, and sitting at the controls of this piano-like device. Um, Izzy, who do we see? Uh, you see a, a small, well-kept, biz- well-kept businesswoman. Um, and you know <laughs> she's a businesswoman because she's wearing, like, a blazer and a collared top. Um, and maybe, like, some sort of watch. She's sitting behind this organ staring at you all as you come in. Hi, I'm Fantasy Joanne, and I want to know what the heck y'all are doing here. Uh, we came for your organs and also your organs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I need both my organ and my organs. Uh, uh, so I'm going to have to ask you all to leave. But listen, you can take two whole reams of wrapping paper on your way out for just 25% off. See if you can get that kind of deal at Michael's. You can't. <laughs> can I do something? Uh, what would you like to do? I still have four minutes left on my fire belly. Can I just light her on fire? (laughs) (laughs) If you would like to breathe fire at Fantasy Joanne, no one's stopping you. I would like, I would like to breathe fire at Fantasy (laughs) Joanne. (laughs) (laughs) She has to make a a reflex half, which I'm assuming is half of my reflex. No, she makes a Uh, a reflex save um, for half damage. Ah, okay. Um, yeah, she gets an 18 on the reflex save. Crafty. Oh. Still half damage, so let's see. Uh, oh, damn it. Ah, damn it. <laughs> so, two damage. Uh, and Janine goes, no, no, you misheard us. We're here for your organs, and I guess more importantly, your organ. Um, so we're going to be taking that. Thanks. 
And I guess Fantasy Joanne is crouching behind the organelle. All right, dang, you did not have to do it quite that way. So rude. See, this is why you don't go into business with a people who are not business people. They don't have suits. They don't have blazers. They don't have manners. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. Why do you need my organ and or organs? To stop uh, the space vampires. Um, oh. <laughs> we... Yeah, basically aliens. We've heard that your organ can help communicate with aliens, and we kind of need to put a stop to that. And also, organs are just kind of, like, nice to have on hand for, like, spellcrafting supplies. Well, that's fair. I do hear you. I'm pretty sure I don't communicate with any aliens. I do use this to make stickers of some sort. I'm going to check my notes from the (laughs) (laughs) Joanne just pulls out like a briefcase and starts flipping through. (laughs) Like sales presentations and just like (laughs) Um, PowerPoint slides. And on that note, she will actually just set up a really quick like sets her laptop out. Uh, This is my mystical sticker maker of some sort. You see, uh, people have come to rely on Fantasy Joanne's for the most specific stickers you can have. And uh, whether that means you're congratulating a brand on being very tall or congratulating a friend on, uh, let's say, betraying you and your friends in the middle of the night. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and we want to make sure that you and uh, your party have all the stickers that you need. Now, I don't think that has anything to do with aliens. However, I have been proven wrong before. Unrock um, goes from a tiger back to a person at this point. And it's sort of like looking it's like, so wait, does this, does this cause workplace accidents, though? Oh, probably, yeah. Uh, you, you see people people be printing off stickers of uh, cones and uh, uh, like like wet areas of cement, you know, all the time. And uh, people get confused. You would be surprised the mental impression that a sticker can leave on you. So even though you know it's not a real slippery area on the floor, you do slip and fall. Huh. I've been given free reign to, to do what this machine does. So who can say, really? I'm just waiting for a GM to step in and say, no, that can't happen. <laughs> the sky's the limit. So in, instead of stepping in, I'm making tokens for um, the star vampire, which is a real monster. Well, when Jero started talking about star vampires, I, I, love had that. To, I had to dig up a star vampire. That's a star vampire? Yeah. That's Certainly a uh, Lovecraft monster. Yeah, star vampire. yeah, it's a Lovecraft thing. Like, like everything in Pathfinder, generally speaking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I mean, that is essentially the close of our adventure. You have located the alien communication device. In the but not before of- she rolls a will save. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's you. Go ahead, Sam. Yeah. My- uh, that is a 17. That's a a fail against suggestion. I'm going to need you and this witch to carry this organ out, but only using your back. (laughs) The worst form possible, ideally. Just get that 90 degree, the good 90 (laughs) degree that you want from the back. And just throw your whipped. head back. <laughs> just entirely with your back in a jerking, jerking, twisting motion. Yeah. Leave the legs entirely out of the equation. Really lift with that jerking motion that Allie is describing right now. 
So in the end, the real winner is the Xiphus Office of Safety, <laughs> Health, and Accidents. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did not teach their people how to lift well. Nope. <laughs> so, uh, Did we just make again. her steal her own piano? Apparently, yeah. Yep. She's been <laughs> yeah. suggested. What are you going to do? We don't even know if it's, like, just a regular piano or not. We're just, nope. taking, <laughs> just taking it. Nope. This is ours now. It at <laughs> least makes magic stickers. And you're stealing it um, as ordered. So, I mean, nobody's going to argue with that. Especially not yeah. the lightly singed businesswoman. <laughs> <laughs> lightly. Yeah, lightly small, singed. A little bit of singeing. Well, no, not when mind controller did not argue. <laughs> well, her suggestion breaks when she completes the task of bringing it outside of mm. the, the box. <laughs> so from there, <laughs> we can do whatever we like, but we do have the I organ. As we're all heading out, I think um, Allie will catch up to... Oh my gosh, Vic, again, hang on, wait, I have it on the thing. I have it on the thing. Anna Rock. Anna Rock. And we'll say... Um, yeah, well, just so you know, it often goes like this. The guy outside, he's a sweetheart. He's constantly telling us to look for aliens. We never find any aliens. Uh, he seems to be convinced one day we will. But, you know, until then, he's paying us. So, uh, we got We're getting paid for this? Oh, no. No, that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> if we are, I'll give you my share so you can blow more fire, because that was great. That was Hell great. yeah. You might have a career in front of you. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank everyone for coming out and um, also for your generous donations to the Midwest Access Coalition. Uh, it looks like we are closing out this stream at $450, which is just amazing. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah. Th thank you all for, yeah, I mean, I thought when we set this up that 300 was going to be too much and We've obviously blown past that so this is awesome thank you all and um thanks to uh, our guests uh cole and vic if you want to give your, yourselves one last plug uh for the people in the audience let them know where they can find you uh vic you go first all right hi guys i am victor um you can find me on twitter at villain vicencio the link is in the chat um and there you can from there you can find all my wonderful news about projects and stuff i will be appearing on friends who roll dice for a once more into the void campaign a limited run for the brand new game that just uh that just dropped the backer sheets it's very wonderful it's very emotional and it's like based off Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect Two in particular, and as well as Star Trek, and it's gonna be fantastic. Uh, please tune in. And uh, my name is Cole Burkhart. You can find everything I do uh, on my website at coldburkhart.dot.card.co. Uh, Again, link is in the chat. You will not find me on social media. Please do not look for me. I don't like using it. Um, you can, however, go over to. Um, uh, check out Fear and Living Color, which is the actual play that I'm going to be editing and also play in um, that I really enjoy. It's run by the fantastic uh, uh, RK Wild. Um, very cool. Please go check that out. That's it. All right. <laughs> Should our, us average people do an outro? Yeah. <laughs> no, could, no, we don't do outros. Catch the show tomorrow, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we've got a new episode <laughs> dropping in about three hours. Um, yeah, be I'm sure, sure to yogurt jokes. 
Be sure to at Jero with how you feel about everything. <laughs> Again, when that's at Jero Keymaster. At Jero Steakmaster. <laughs> Please change. Yeah, it. no, do that second one. The second <laughs> one, yes. Uh, All right, well. Now, is that about uh, tomorrow's episode or about how I ran the uh, stream? Because both. Just take it. Take it all out one. on Jero. Just really no. just <laughs> let it go. It was great. It's, uh, it's about last week's episode. Thank you so yeah. much, Cole so and Victor. By the way, is going to find fantastic. Yeah. yeah, thank you. So great job. Thank you so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Thank you guys very much for coming down. This was awesome. And now it is Listen. after eleven o'clock. So I'm going to bed. <laughs> Night, Sam. Night, Sam. Night, Sam. Good night. Have a good night. Need to wait for it to like clear out can we dip oh we we're not great at doing the off-screen transition <laughs> i should probably be done talking right now great <laughs> why am i so tiny on this thing i feel like because I've... i did oh no we're Com- gonna say sorry oh, sorry you know, i was gonna say i did completely build him as a vampire hunter knowing that sam was not going to put in a single vampire into this thing <laughs> like bad. all of his feats all of his abilities Everything is built around <laughs> uh, fighting vampires, which I'm assuming there's not going to be a single undead of any kind in this thing. <laughs> Maybe undead aliens. There's still time. We could fight Wesley Snipes. Just <laughs> refusing to open his eyes, which is my favorite Blade the movie-like <laughs> yes. trivia, is that he just got angry yeah. and refused to open his eyes yeah, for, like, Blade all trilogy. Blade 2. Yeah. Or no, Blade, oh my a trilogy. Oh, yeah. three. Good for him. No, yeah, honestly, it was fantastic. That is, like, a, a, a level of pettiness I aspire to get. Yeah. Where I'm just he like, and the director of that movie, like, hated each other. 
<laughs> and he refused to do anything because the scene it's at the end of the movie it's supposed to be like a uh, you know like a hook for a potential sequel it's him laying on a slab Aren't they and then he opens his eyes yes and they eventually just had the CGI it in because he refused to do it. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, it's yeah, so they good. had to CGI like, oh eyes God. over him. <laughs> it's like freaking Superman's mustache. Like they just had to CGI it in. Phenomenal. <laughs> I hold hold on one moment. I, I never watched Superman. Uh, um, they CGI was, uh, in his mustache. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds was in that. No, that was in the third one was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's what I said, the third oh. one. Then never mind me. <laughs> I had no idea Guillermo del Toro did like the second one. Oh yeah. Wow, that's oh, yeah. fantastic. With those those open those mouths. Well totally, yeah. No, I know. I would assume that was him even if I didn't know. The strain <laughs> vampires and whatnot. I just totally yeah. forgot that was in his mm-hmm. um, Yeah, that yeah. was in his like body of work yeah fantastic he got the idea for the strain from designing the vampires for that movie the strain was kind of underwhelming honestly i i oh oh sorry we're at 420 donations oh six all right sam do do the bong rip on on air (laughs) on on. camera yeah as soon as we turn the volume back on (laughs) let me uh Oh, actually, we can't smoke on Twitch. Oh, uh, no. We're in right now, so we're fine. Is that in the Twitch's... Yeah, uh, yeah you are not... I, I do not believe you are allowed to consume drugs on camera. Oh, okay, well, then never mind. Well, look, oh, my luckily, they haven't said anything about me doing this whole thing in a bathtub. I was going to say, I can't wait to sell this bath water later. We're just going to do... <laughs> Sorry, so I have well. to leave? <laughs> Once Cole. again, I can no longer be here. Once again, I, have I still can't believe that's a real thing that happened. Cole, this is a revenue stream like, uh, that we haven't yeah. thought and of. She made bang. Water. Yeah. And like, 